Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Yesterday, um, I came across a clip that was referring to an achievement that LeBron James just made. LeBron James, as you guys know, some of you may be aware, he just eclipsed 39,000 points, right? Now, the reason I didn't think it was such a big deal is because I, I'm thinking more maybe these are these even numbers are a big deal or maybe when you pass someone, someone else. I think the bigger deal was him passing Kareem or maybe him now ultimately getting to 40,000 points, which he will, which, which he will most likely um, accomplish this year. So, 40,000, I think, would be a bigger thing, but I didn't decide to talk about it. I didn't, you know, I didn't care much to talk about it. Other people did. So um, that happened. Then what happened? Of course, some people now use this as a means to now bring up this Michael Jordan. It's always these guys bringing it up. I've never heard Michael Jordan talk about it. Uh, but they use it now as a vehicle to now bring up the Michael Jordan comparisons uh, and say well you know Le lebron just achieved this longevity stat so therefore he's better than michael jordan so what happened i came across a clip from the odd couple featuring chris broussard and rob parker one of my favorite shows out there uh, and they were talking about this now if you know anything about chris broussard and rob parker these are lebron guys rob parker i believe has lebron james number two all time chris broussard has lebron james number two all time so it's not like as if these are not people that did dislike lebron although to some lebron supporters if you say a negative word about him it means you hate him even though you rank him uh pretty highly so they brought this idea to them and they were reacting to some comments about how this could possibly actually they were reacting to the comments of dan patrick of how this could mean that lebron has somehow you know eclipsed michael jordan and to my surprise they pushed back on it pretty pretty uh, harshly but before we even get into that this video is brought to you by our sponsor SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app with over 28 million downloads there are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeeks including concerts sports festivals and more and with the NFL and NBA season in full swing SeatGeek has your tickets to every game now here's the best part and the reason I absolutely love SeatGeek they put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of one to 10. So look for the green dots. Green means good, red means bad. Every ticket is backed by the buyer's guarantee and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event. 
And we have great news for you because we got you guys a really, really good deal. Use code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And remember, when you try SeatGeek by using the link in the description below, just know that you're helping this channel. So what we want to do is we want to play the exchange between Chris Broussard and Rob Parker, and then we'll come back and continue on the show. Take a listen to that there. If I could pick one player's career, Rob, that I could have, I'm just talking straight basketball. I'm not talking off the court. I'm not talking personality, any of that. I would take Michael Jordan's. Now, LeBron's has been great. We both think he's the second best player ever. But I would take Jordan's because the dominance was ridiculous. I, I'm with you. I, 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 that's why the Dan Miller, I mean, Dan, Dan Patrick, <laughs> I'm thinking Dan Miller in, in uh, Detroit, uh, the Lions radio guy. Uh, Dan Patrick's take here is, I, I don't know, but but he goes out of his way to say he'll take Michael. Why not just say, I would take LeBron's career? Right, if you right. Want. Now, now he kind of said, something. Rob, right? We kind of said, you know, if I, I guess if I'm on a franchise and I can get LeBron for 21 years, which you probably LeBron's played for four different franchises or iterations, right? Cleveland right. twice. Um, but I could get LeBron for 21 years, or I could get Jordan for 13 or 15 or 11, however you want to count it. Um, he's saying he would take LeBron. So if that's what you want to do, then just say it. Just say that. But the, he didn't say that, and that's the problem I have with the take is that it was both sides. You got to get on either side of the fence. Dan and, Rob, Patrick. you know we've I mean, said this we before about those that say Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player ever, but LeBron James has had the best career. Right. What? That doesn't make any then sense. Then LeBron's better. Just say that. Right, just say or, that. Or Jordan but, but, had a better career. But they One can't the say it, though. They can't say it. That's why they always have to hedge it with LeBron. They have to hedge it because he, if it's to win a game or win a championship, who would I pick? It's not hands down Michael Jordan. Well, isn't that, a, isn't that what you're playing for? To win a championship? Come on. And then Michael never got beat, never went to a game seven, revolution, changed the NBA. Uh, look at his sneakers. They buy more of his sneakers. This guy hasn't played in 20 years, 15 years, Chris. Oh, they're, I Rob, mean, I, they're more popular now. Right. Probably, than when he was, yeah, than, than ever. I got 40 pair. They're more popular, you know, <laughs> like, like crazy. Uh, but you get my point, like – Really, longevity is better than a guy who totally dominates and wins ten scoring championships in ten year, in thirteen years. Chris, ten, ten in a row. Yeah, and we keep saying thirteen years because Jordan only played thirteen full seasons in the league. Right. The second year in the, of his career, he got injured and only played like seventeen games, and then the. Of course, he came back from baseball one season and played, and played like the last 18 right, games right. or something. And so that's why we're saying 13. He only had 11 years with the Chicago Bulls, and he won six championships in those 11 years. Now, this is to take nothing away from LeBron. Rob, I, I think you're throwing some, you, you want to look at some comparisons. Um, I think LeBron, obviously, you could compare him to Hank Aaron, right? Now, Hank Aaron, um, it's him breaking Babe Ruth's home run record was obviously bigger than LeBron James scoring 39,000 points. Oh, but yeah. I'm talking about in terms of the feet, you know, Hank Aaron, Rob, never hit 50 home runs in a season. 
He hit one you time. Know? I thought it was yeah. one. No. No, his most ever was 47. 47, I'm sorry, yeah. And um, he only Which led the league in, in home runs right, four right. times. Right. So it, it speaks to his tremendous and, longevity. And, and you're right. That is, that is a good way of looking at LeBron and Hank Aaron because Hank did all these things, and Chris, like, his numbers. So you heard what um, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker had to say. Listen, um, let me tell you what I believe is causing the friction. The The thing that I believe is causing this friction is that some of these um, LeBron supporters just can't let it be. LeBron is a great player. He's one of the top five players of all time in my personal view. Some people get on me. How dare you have him so high? Some people do. How dare you have him so low? Five, he should be one, two, whatever. Uh, but he's one of the greatest players of all time. I think where we begin to have this friction is when LeBron himself, by going out and saying this may be the greatest player of all time, when Rich Paul and Nick Wright and Shannon Sharp and all of these people continue to use these these uh, these various milestones to now say, okay, well, this is why he's better than Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan can never do this or Michael Jordan can never. Then you begin to get this pushback. And that's essentially what was happening in this soundbite because they were reacting to some comments that Dan, Dan Patrick said where he was like, you know, who had the better career. And I was like, if you think LeBron had the better the career, then say he's better than Michael Jordan. But they want to say that. But you say he had the better career. So uh, this is where you have this pushback. To me, I personally don't see it as a debate. Some people believe it is. Uh, I don't believe it is. I don't even think it's close. That is something that really bothers some people. I personally don't care. Uh, I don't think it's close. I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't know what to tell you. I ain't got nothing for you. I don't think it's close. I think MJ clears LeBron and everyone else uh, pretty easily. Some people disagree. Some people say it's Will. Some people say it's Kareem. I think it's Michael Jordan. This is just my view. Um, and I don't think this stat means that he's greater than Michael Jordan because he did something that Jordan didn't do, but I can bring up like 10, 10, 10 things uh, that Michael Jordan did that LeBron ever did. So what what are, we, what are we doing? You're picking this one. Okay, Jordan couldn't do that because he didn't play. Now, if you're saying Jordan wasn't capable of playing, okay, that's an argument. Who cares? To me, Jordan retired because they couldn't beat him. That was it. So Jordan, I believe in his mind, it's like, okay, we just we just ripped off two three-peats in the last 10 years. Who's beating us? Who's stopping us? Nobody. So why am I still playing? It's like you're in a park. You beat everybody at the game. You beat everybody at the park. And they're like, nah, nah, you quit because somebody showed up like freaking three months later and started whooping. He quit because you knew I was coming. Like, yo, cut it out, man. So to me, I was very, very uh, refreshed to see. Chris Broussard pushing back, and when you have a when you have a Chris Broussard pushing back on LeBron, you know that is you know that it's quite ridiculous because he's a, he's actually a LeBron James supporter, someone who's met LeBron. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. We 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 have reached the point of desperation. I never would have imagined that Michael Jordan's legacy would have been a bone in so many people's throat for all of these years, especially for a person that doesn't even speak publicly. You never see MJ on Twitter. You never see him anywhere. What was the last video interview you saw of Michael Jordan? I never saw it. Like this, he's he's never in the spotlight. But nevertheless, all you see is various people trying to go out there and throw rocks. Um, in MJ's direction. And to me, it is really telling of really his position in the sport and how threatened a lot of people are. And to me, listen, um, I think the Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate uh, is quite ridiculous. If I'm being 100% sincere with you, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I think that you have to do so many 
uh, uh, stretches just to be able to make this thing an argument. And the minute you start coming up with all of these various concessions and hypotheticals, you know, it's not an argument. It looks, it, you know, you're trying to find a way to make this thing a debate when sincerely it's not. So what happened this morning? I was doing some research and I came across a ridiculous article here from uh, fadeawayworld.net. And it said the following headline, LeBron James winning in-season tournament could build on his GOAT case, says Chandler Parsons. Another thing that Michael Jordan can't have. The minute I saw that one, I was like, okay, I got to do a show about this. I got to do a show. This is stupid at this point. Uh, but before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app with over 28 million downloads. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeeks, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. And with the NFL and NBA season in full swing, SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Now, here's the best part and the reason I absolutely love SeatGeek. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of one to 10. So look for the green dots. Green means good, red means bad. Every ticket is backed by the buyer's guarantee and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event. And we have great news for you because we got you guys a really, really good deal. Use code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And remember, when you try SeatGeek by using the link in the description below, just know that you're helping this channel. So let me get into this article here. It says, for most players, the biggest the biggest incentive to win the in-season tournament is $500,000 cash prize. But LeBron James, who has done almost everything there is to do in the NBA, winning the league's first ever in-season tourn tournament, uh, has the chance to build upon his already legendary resume and get him closer to surpassing Michael Jordan himself. All right. This is another thing on his resume that MJ can't have, said, uh, said Parsons. If we're looking at the GOAT argument, yeah, this is just one more ammo for him. I don't care if the NCs, if it's the in-season tournament or not. These guys are playing hard. For LeBron, who is very much in the GOAT conversation, any accomplishment builds on his claim. In the case of this in-season tournament, earning a trophy that Jordan didn't, uh, didn't adds extra weight to the whole event. The question is, are the Lakers ready to take care of business in Las Vegas or will and will or will another team step up and ruin the opportunity for LeBron? This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing for everybody involved. This is pretty embarrassing. It I mean, why is it embarrassing, Charles? Well, let's go through it. Was the end season tournament a thing when Michael Jordan played? Somebody stand up in the back and say no. So if it wasn't a thing that was there when Jordan played, how could it be held against him that he doesn't have it? You help me figure it out. Number one. Number two. If Michael Jordan is widely considered the greatest player to ever play the sport. If his Chicago Bulls went in an eight-year stretch where they never lost more than two games, wouldn't it be safe to assume that if there was, there was an in-season tournament, Jordan and the Bulls would have won a lot of them? Or are we suggesting that, what, he couldn't do it? 
So what is your point, Chandler Parsons, that what? LeBron has something that Jordan didn't have? Well, obviously, Jordan retired, so he's not playing. Or are you saying LeBron did something that Jordan can't do? Is that what you're trying to say? So what, Jordan couldn't win a play-in tournament? So help me figure this out. LeBron has something over Jordan because he won the in-season tournament, which Jordan didn't or couldn't. I don't know what which angle you chaps are looking at it from. But LeBron doesn't have a single three-peat to, three to his name. Jordan has two. So what do we do there? Oh, that doesn't fit the argument. This is silly. It's embarrassing. It looks desperate. It looks like these guys are looking for everything under the sun. There's nothing clever about this. There's nothing amusing about this. There's nothing like, oh, we got you. This is like fifth. This is like fourth, fifth grade level reasoning. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry. J Jordan didn't win it in playing tournament, and so what? He got six rings. He got six finals MVPs. He has zero losses in the finals. He has five se regular season MVPs. He has a defense. Okay, so let me ask you guys a question. So, if this gives Le Le LeBron a leg up on Jordan, what about the fact that Jordan made nine first defensive teams and won a defensive player of the year? Does that put does that give a leg up on Jordan? Like, this is... I'm ashamed to say... Well, I'm not. This is... This is... This is embarrassing. It really, really is. Like, don't y'all get tired of embarrassing yourselves? Every week, somebody's coming out and doing something embarrassing. Don't y'all get tired? Don't you get exhausted? Don't you got any friends that be like, yo, bro, what are you doing? Like, like oh, my goodness. This is... This is... This was just a joke. That Jordan didn't win the playing. Who cares? Why would why would it matter to Jordan when half of the players playing in the in-season tournament don't even know what it is? I was watching the game yesterday between the Clippers and the Spurs, and Michelle Beadle said, I'm almost 100 percent certain that the team that wins the playing the playing tournament or the in-season tournament is not going to be the team that wins the NBA championship. So this is what we're playing out in the NBA for in-season tournaments. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. So, Chandler Partners, let me ask you a question. And people that subscribe to his, this type of thinking. If LeBron retires next year. And Anthony Edwards goes on to win four in-season tournaments and two titles. So he has something against up on LeBron too. This is stupid. This is y'all mans, man. This y'all are. This, this is an embarrassment. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. We get into this topic. This topic gonna hurt a lot of people's feelings, and I don't give a damn. Let me tell you why I don't care. I don't care for a few reasons. Number one, you cannot come to you can you cannot constantly click on someone's shows and complain about the things that they say, like as if somebody's forcing you to click. The majority of the people that complain about our content are here every day to complain about it. Why don't you block our channel? Why don't you block it? You're acting like as if somebody's forcing you to watch these videos. Who's forcing you to watch our shows? No one is. You're doing it with your own freedom. So you have the you have the courage to click on the show just to come here and whine. Folks, let me break it down to some people, some of the people out there. I am not Nick Wright. I am not Shannon Sharp. I'm not one of these people. I'm going to say what I think. This is the independent space. I'm going to give my opinion. If you don't like it, then I'm sorry. You got to go twerk it up all over the place somewhere. You got to go pour some honey on yourself somewhere else. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. But what gets me is that these guys constantly come into our channel and crying every single day. 
All they do is cry. Then they get together, they click up, they sit down, they have four-hour meetings, five-hour meetings, cutting clips of me. All right, whatever that's doing for you, have at it, daddy. Whatever you're doing, you got it. Whatever that did for you, whatever it's doing for your family, all the money you're making, have at it, boy. You started, you're doing a Fortune 500 company doing that. Whatever y'all are doing, I hope that, may, I hope that makes you sleep well at night. So what happened? Why am I producing this show first of all? I'm producing this show. I mentioned the first reason. The second reason is this. I have noticed that if you're not saying 100%, see, listen, LeBron fans, some of you guys are ridiculous. I've told you this before. Y'all are the only people that message me on Instagram to complain. The only group. I've talked about Ben Simmons. I've talked about uh, Giannis at times. I've talked about Gilbert Arenas. I've talked about this person. I've talked about that person. Y'all are the only fan base that constantly send me messages on Instagram. Asking me why I said this, why I said that, why I said, why y'all the only ones doing it? Why y'all the only ones doing it? Why y'all the only ones clicking up to get on the internet, beating your meat in chats, having these long four, five, six, seven, eight hour conversations? I, I, I don't understand what's going on. What's going on? Why y'all the ones doing this? Like, help me figure it out. What happened? I've noticed that LeBron supporters have this rule. And the rule is you can only say nice things about LeBron even if you're a supporter. And if you dare break rank, and criticize the guy, then they're going to try to castrate you and, and, and castigate you. Or sometimes try to shut you down. This is what they do. Why am I referring to this? As you guys know, recently, Shannon Sharp um, went out there on ESPN first take with Stephen A. Smith when, when LeBron James went out there and said that, you know, uh, he would have been the same player he was had he not gone to Miami. And he pushed back vehemently on him. And his fervorous comments got him into a, got him into a lot of trouble with not just you know, uh, NBA fans, but also people as supporters of LeBron James. So what we want to do is just to jog some of you guys' memories. I want to quickly play the, uh, the comments that Shannon Sharp made on ESPN that day, and then we'll come back and continue on with this roast. Take a listen to that. I think it still would be at this level, no matter if I would have came here or not. Let's not get it twisted. The four years I was here, it was amazing. I loved everything about it. Loved this franchise. This franchise is top tier. It's one of the best franchises in the world. But as far as my career, my career was going to be my career. And as far as individually, because I know how much I put into the game and I know how much I strive to be as great as I can be. <laughs> and as far as what I was able to learn, he was second to none. That's for sure. Yes. Okay. Shannon? Yes. Do you agree with what LeBron said about his time in Miami? Hell no, I vehemently disagree. I strenuously disagree with what he said. At the time that he had arrived in Miami, he had two M he had two regular season MVPs and one finals appearance through his first seven seasons. LeBron, do you realize the reason why you got into the GOAT conversation because of what transpired in Miami? You won two more finals MVPs. You more won two more regular season MVPs. You went to four straight finals. LeBron, how can you say that your career was going to be the same without going to Miami? LeBron, I'm not so sure had you not gone to Miami, how do I make a com compelling case and I can argue any case before the Supreme Court? How do I make a case that he's a top five player if he doesn't go to Miami, Stephen A? I don't understand why LeBron wants to be so dismissive. Okay, I get it. You dislike Pat Riley. Pat Riley didn't give you the, 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 the latitude that Cleveland, like the Lakers do. I get everything that you're saying from that aspect. But to sit there and sit in front of a, 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 the media and say your career was going to be this, your career was going to be the career. Come on, LeBron, man. You got to stop this. It's okay to give the Miami Heat the credit that they deserve. Man. 
I almost caught a heart attack. <laughs> I cannot believe I am so proud of you right now. I thought you were going to disagree. This touches my heart, Janet <laughs> I can't. I didn't believe you were capable of such a thing. Come on. I, with LeBron, I mean, we are marching locks. It's supposed to be a debate show. But damn it, ain't no debate here. No. Because you're 1,000% correct. What the hell is wrong with you, LeBron? What the hell is wrong with you? Let me tell y'all something. LeBron James loses in Boston. When he goes to Miami, how does it happen? You got James Dolan talking about making him a billionaire. That didn't work. You got other teams looking at him. Pat Riley rolled up and put rings on the table. Right. Do, do you want these? Okay. Well, here's how you get them. Now, obviously, I've broken the story about how he's going to end up taking his talents to South Beach. But make no mistake about it. Do y'all understand the greatness of a Hall of Famer by the name of Dwayne Wade? Yes. He was a great player. He was a great leader. Let's go back to LeBron's rookie year. LeBron, every press conference was D-Wade looking right at it, was sitting right next to him. Why was that? Because mentally, despite the greatness of LeBron James as a talent, mentally he was warped. He was scared to shoot free throws. He was scared to really take the bull by the horn. Give me the rock. I'm that dude. I'm that man. Okay? So much so that even after they lost in the finals to Dallas, when Jason Terry was guarding him in the post in the fourth quarter. And don't J. get J. me J. And J.J. Barea. Okay? No, Como está, by the way. The bottom line is this. When that happened, the following year, All-Star Weekend, and I've said this many times, LeBron James got the ball in his hands. The late, great Kobe Bryant claps his hands. Let's go and defend them. An exhibition All-Star game to just having a good time. And he threw the ball in the corner, and it was a turnover. And Melo, D-Wade, Kobe, everybody descended on LeBron. What's the matter with you? He was warped. He was, and that is why, Shannon Sharp. I haven't given him the title as GOAT because I got to take into account all of those things before you started winning championships. And what I'm saying is that he's been going against Jordan and those brothers right. with that kind of mentality before he ever won a championship. He'd have never won one. They'd have shut it down because they'd have snatched his heart. But because he got to Miami and learned what it took to be a champion, okay. he's been unstoppable since. So you heard what Shannon Sharp um had to say. Now, let me give you guys an example of what I'm talking about. Yesterday, there was a game. In the game between the Lakers and the, and the Dallas Mavericks, came down to the wire. Kyrie Irving hit a big shot like he normally does. And it was the Lakers' possession down one to now make a decision on what they were going to do. About a week or so ago, LeBron reminded all of us out here that he makes Every he makes the right play every single time. This is a narcissist. I make the right, meaning I can never be wrong. Imagine somebody saying at their job that they're never wrong. I never make mistakes. I'm perfect. I never make errors. I always make the right. Just imagine the type of, you would walk out of the room if somebody started talking like that. That's some Kanye West, you know. I would walk out of like, why am I sitting there listening? Like, who is this guy? Why am I listening to this dude? That's what LeBron said. Their fans loved it. Twerk, they started, man, they, man, somebody busts in there with a brink truck, pull out the ones and started tossing it at them. They were twerking it all. Say it, LeBron. Say it with your chest. Watch me twerk for you. They was loving it. Twerking all over the place. Stinking up the place. Then what happens? He says that. Then last night, he's in a late game scenario. The Lakers need a ball. He get a switch. He, got to, he gets a switch. Kyrie is on him, playing him aggressively. What would conventional wisdom think? 
Hmm. LeBron is 6'9". Hmm. Kyrie is 6'3". I have a six-inch uh, height advantage. I have maybe like a 100-pound weight advantage on Kyrie. What am I going to do? I'm going to back him up, try to get a good shot, maybe drive to the basket, hook shot, or if I don't want to do that, get into the triple threat position, jab step, get him moving in a different direction, and shoot right over him because, well, I'm taller than him. He's not going to be able to block my shot. But no. Instead, what I do is I go into some type of modified uh, post-up, and I try not to zip the ball across to AD, who's at the basket, flashing towards the, uh, flashing towards the basket, while he's being fronted by a defender that's dependent behind him, and they knock away the ball. I go on the channel, and I write the following. Nah, y'all gonna get this work. I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all gonna get this work. Y'all be talking too much. Y'all gonna get this work. Y'all gonna get this work. I'm sorry. If it hurts your feeling, whatever. Nobody told you to click. I said, how does LeBron pass the ball with Kyrie on him? I don't care if it was Kobe. Listen, I don't care if it was Kobe forcing a shot over three defenders. Let me repeat it once more for the people in the back. I don't care if it was Kobe forcing a shot over three defenders. A bad play is a bad play. Kobe, my favorite player of all time. Period. No player makes the right decision, ever makes the right decision 100% of the time. Let me guess. I'm hating on LeBron. Meanwhile, I used Kobe in, in the example as well. And would you believe that some LeBron fans came, read that, and their lights started going off? And they were like, he, he, he hate on LeBron, he hate on LeBron, he hate on LeBron. Meanwhile, I wrote Kobe, he hate on LeBron, he hate on LeBron. You hate him, you hate him. Why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you constantly here? Why are y'all stalking me? This is my job. What's your job? What's your job? Then they start complaining. Then it made me realize, wait a minute. This is what Shannon Sharp went through. Shannon Sharp had the chutzpah to go out there and say, I disagree with you vehemently. And then people started talking. He was switching sides. He going at his man. He's supposed, that's supposed to be your boy. Where was all of this when Shannon Sharp was running around with goat masks? And LeBron James jerseys on. Where was this at? Well, y'all was loving it then. The music was blasting then, huh? It was Magic City. Y'all was tossing them ones all over the place. Twerking it up. Loving it. Busting out honey, rubbing it all over each other's back. I love it. Take a jar. Give me a jar. Let's share a jar. Y'all loved it. The minute the guy decided to take a different position, all of a sudden, oh my God, he's hating. And this is the LeBron James fan base. The, the vast majority of them. I saw... One of their fearless leaders, who's a loser, after the Lakers lost the game, do like a 15-hour live. And you know what he did? He blamed it on the coach. He put the coach on the image. It can never be his, it can never be his God. It's always somebody else. So I'm not going to let off. If y'all keep coming back to watch these shows and complain, y'all going to get this work. I don't feel sorry for you dudes because y'all are here every day. If I'm hating, let me ask you guys, how do you know I'm hating? Y'all call me a hater, right? How do you know? Because we watch your shows every day. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Let me get into this topic. Why am I doing this today? The reason I'm doing this is because LeBron fans get on my nerves. So I said, well, we build our platform and we're going to talk about what we want to talk about. So LeBron fans, get out your calculators, start counting the views because it's what y'all do. Y'all pocket watch and start wondering how much money we made off of these views. When you're done, please also send me the memo or the calculation of how much Shannon Sharp 
and Kendrick Perkins and Nick Wright have made on slandering Michael Jordan. And then I think we can all figure out how we're going to be doing the transfer. Since I owe my success to LeBron, then y'all can let me know how Nick Wright. We can work it out. I'm sure your, uh, your accounting skills are still working then. Let me get into this topic here. Um, LeBron fans annoy me. The vast majority of them. They annoy me. 100%. They annoy me. The reason they annoy me is because they're always whining. Number one. Number two, they want you to love LeBron the way that they love him, but then they don't give a damn about your favorite players. This is what gets me. LeBron fans are always ready to trash somebody else's favorite players. Even people that he's played with to help him win championships, they'll do that too. They'll do that too over their man. And what gets me is that they're always here crying on the channel. So today we're going to give you guys a box of tissue to cry about. Since y'all love crying, since y'all love breaking down in the comment section, crying all over the place, I can't stand this man. All he does is hate. Meanwhile, you hear every day. So if I'm a hater, you watch me every day. What that make you a fan? What that make you a fan? You're my fan. I get it. I get it. I never see you dudes under Nick Wright's videos crying because he's twerking for you. I never see you under Shannon Sharp's videos because he's twerking for you. I never see you under Kendrick Perkins' videos because he's twerking for you. I never see you guys talk about Gilbert Arenas because he loves LeBron for you. So why y'all coming to me? Or is it that I have to always say something positive about? No, nah, I'm going to get into it. I want to get into this conversation about efficiency. LeBron fans have been trying to say that, oh, Kobe Bryant is not efficient. He's not efficient. He's not efficient. Meanwhile, LeBron is so efficient. And finally today, I said, you know, I got some time. I got some time. Let me go at these cats. Let's go through it. Y'all know Kobe Bryant played 20 years in the NBA. You're aware of this, right? LeBron is in 20, year 21. Let's say he's played 20 years as well because this season just started fresh, maybe 20 games in or so. Now, the question is, who hurts their team more with their inefficiency? Is it LeBron James or is it Kobe Bryant? Well, let me ask you guys a question. Who do you think in their 20 years has had more turnovers between the two of these players? Do you think it's Kobe or do you think it's LeBron? I have an answer for you. Do you know Kobe Bryant in his 20-year career had 4,000 in 10 turnovers that's a pretty high amount of turnovers right Four thousand. can you imagine all of the points kobe gave up to opposing teams can you imagine all of the plays he where he broke momentum by having a turnover i mean he's such an inefficient player he's really working against the interests of his team this is what inefficient players do the russell westbrook syndrome Four thousand turnovers do you know lebron james has over five thousand and twenty turnovers and counting LeBron has over 5,000 turnovers. He clears Kobe in turnovers by over 1,000 turnovers. Over 1,000 turnovers. Now, does that lead to efficiency in your offense or does it lead to lack of efficiency? Now, some people say, no, we mean efficiency. We're talking about from an individual level. We're not talking about the team level. How dare you? We're talking about from an individual level. We're not talking about from a team level. Because it's all about stats. It's never about winning. Okay. Okay. It's not about team. Let's talk about individual. Since you guys want to talk about efficiency, who's efficient? Making the most of their opportunities, right? Do you know that Kobe Bryant, in his 20-year career, I'm using a 20-year window. If I increase it to LeBron's new games, it's going to be worse. So let's keep it at 20. Do you know Kobe, throughout the course of his career, has attempted 10,011 free throws? 
10,011 is a high volume, right? Do you know those 10,000 free throws that it's Kobe's attempted? Do you know he's made 8,373? Very good percentage, right? But I'm sure LeBron, who's more efficient than Kobe, would have made way more free throws with the same attempts. Well, as it turns out, LeBron has actually attempted over 1,000 more free throws than Kobe Bryant. And do you know LeBron, with over 11,083 free throws, has made 8,039? Do you know LeBron has made 300 less free throws with over 1,000 plus attempts above Kobe? Excuse me, where is the efficiency in that? Now, some people are going to say, oh, no, you want to make it about free throws. You a lame-o. You a so the first one didn't work. The second one didn't work. Let's go to the third one. Do you know in LeBron's 20-year career, you know he's never shot over 80% from the free throw line in 20 years? Do you, do you all hear what the stat I just said? In over 20 seasons, from start to finish, LeBron has never shot 80% from the free throw line. Are you also aware that of the 20 seasons, Kobe shot at least 80% for 19 of them and shot 80%, at least 80% for 18 straight years? Are you guys aware of that? Now, let's get to the elephant in the room, which is field goal percentage. This is where LeBron fans believe that they've made their money. This is where oh, we're we, we going to get them here. Let's get to that overall field goal percentage, man. We got him now. We got him now. We're going to show you how efficient King James is. We got you. All right. LeBron is a career 50.5% field goal shooter. This is amazing. This is spectacular. You would think this guy's Michael Jordan. Hmm. Kobe is a career 44.7% free throw shooter interesting does that mean lebron is such he's so much more elite as a shooter well no to the casuals it would be but it's not here's the reason why lebron is shooting over 50 percent for his career from zero to three free zero to three feet for his nba career lebron is shooting 70 percent zero to three feet represent the zero to three feet represents layups and dunks Kobe is shooting about 60-something percent. Now, what happens when you go beyond three feet? All the way up to the three-point line, what happens? Do you know for a career average, LeBron is shooting 37%? Hello? Is this on to quote Rob Parker? 37% from three feet out? 37%? Do you know Kobe Bryant is shooting over 40%? Do you know he do you know he shoots for his career from 3 to 10 feet? He averages above 40%. From 10 to 16 feet, do you know he averages above 40% from 16 to the three-point line? He averages 30 uh, over 40%. Where his drop off occurs is at the three-point line. Now, some people would be like LeBron is a much more efficient three-point shooter. Well, is he really? Number one, LeBron was attempting a higher volume of threes than Kobe. But number two, um, if you know anything about LeBron's game, you know that the game plan is always to sag off of him and let him shoot. That's the defensive strategy. Never in history was it ever a defensive philosophy. Let's let Kobe take the open jump shot. He would drop 80 on you. Hmm. He would drop 63 on you in three quarters. Hmm. He will drop 50 on you for four straight games. He will drop 40 on you for nine straight games. You leave Kobe open, you shall pay. That's the reason he has more 40-point games than both LeBron and Stephen Curry combined. 
So if you leave him open, he will make you pay. As a matter of fact, Kobe, from the year 1996 to 2016, made the most unassisted jump shots in NBA history. He made 2,775 to LeBron's 1,783, which shows you who's really the better shooter. Where LeBron wins the efficiency argument is at the rim. Not at the free throw line, not at the mid-range. They leave him open. Have you seen how many air ball threes LeBron has hit? Have you seen them or missed? So to me, listen, um, this is going to upset a lot of you guys. I don't care because if you're upset, it means you're watching, which means that I didn't come to your house and put on the show for you. You did it on your own volition. Listen to me. This is just one of many reasons why I believe uh, Kobe Bryant is a much, not much better. He's a better let me not disrespect LeBron like that. Well, I think he's a better basketball player. Um, he's obviously more clutch. He has the most game winners in NBA history. He has more heart, obviously. He is mentally tougher, obviously. So to me, listen, um, I think he's more skilled, obviously. LeBron does other things. But if you ask me, who would I, who would I want uh, to go out there and win? Give me Kobe every single day of the week. And LeBron fans, if this upsets you, you go sit down and do a seven-hour live about me, cut it up into clips, and let me know how much money you made at the end of the month doing that. You guys are really starting your Fortune 500 organization uh, uh, doing this. Every day, I keep hearing I lost to dudes I'm better than. I'm losing to dudes I'm better than. On YouTube and off of YouTube, I'm better than these dudes, but I'm losing to them. All right. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.